All right. So this week we are digging in the bag to pull out a cult comedy or cult classic. That's kind of a comedy. Sometimes. We're doing 2000s American Psycho. Uh Starring Christian Bale, and he's supported by Willem Dafoe, Jared Leto, Josh Lucas, who is the voice of Home Depot. I was wondering for a long time who, who's the voice of Home Depot. He sounds so familiar. We were watching this, and I was like, "It's it's fucking him." Uh, Samantha Mathis, Reese Witherspoon makes an appearance, and this film explores '80s. Yuppie culture, consumerism, uh, the shallow and vicious nature of capitalism, and uh, how our society objectifies and uh, sort of, gosh, I don't want to say like endorses, but like the way that we as a society objectify and, 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 like execute violence towards women. I think that's like a, a theme in this in this film for sure. There's a there's a a lot to be said. You said a lot, and there's <laughs> a lot more that is going to be said about this film. A film that has achieved very interesting status mm. in the modern culture, uh, for better or worse, if you will, and uh, correctly or incorrectly, as we'll learn. Um, but the one question that needs to be asked is, but is American Psycho good? We're gonna we're gonna figure that out uh, t- today. A, yeah, today. Uh, Monday, April seventeenth, two thousand twenty-three. It's the day that it'll be decided for good. So let's or decide. Bad. Let or bad. Let's decide that then. Cue the theme song. Let's do the theme okay. song in this spot and right here, I'm thinking. Yeah. So, like, what? Three, two, one. Yeah. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa, that theme song was so fresh. So fresh, man. And it was it was perfectly placed, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoever edits these does a really good job. Yeah, I'll and has tell. beautiful eyebrows. I'll let them know. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to episode 118 of the But Is It Good podcast. I, I am your host because I just said like a, a jumble of sounds. But is it good? No, it was, it was a it was a good jumble of sounds. That's what okay. is. Uh, all we are is just a sack of meat in a jumble of sounds, <laughs> right? That's true. And a, That's true. Uh, a bundle, a bundle of smells. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, you were saying who you were and what you are to this podcast. I am. I'm. I'm your host, ah. uh, Zach Olson. And I am also your host, Hunter Callahan. And a little fun fact about me and Zach is that we're both missing the same tooth. It's, <laughs> it's just like I even What's had I had you did you have braces or like oh some my god sort of for like five years I don't had like yeah, I had like same. dental surgeries all that kind of stuff I had a really yeah. rough dental history so straightened out 
like on the my, the bottom. Don't look at that. I got. I was supposed to wear my retainer, and I just like. Nah, I don't know. But this yeah. top tooth, just like before the the braces even came off, it was already like going back, and the the orthodontist was like, "Ah, it happens." And I was like, "What? What?" what? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I think I think mine is a is because of my retainer. For the record, if anybody just listens to this podcast and doesn't actually follow us, or whatever, we're not actually mm-hmm. missing a tooth. But we both have the same tooth. It's like on the recessed a little front bit. Front left. That's a little bit farther back than the others. And in certain lighting, it can look like it's not there. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but I had braces for like five years. And yeah. uh, I think this is because I didn't wear my retainer. Because everything else is fine. Oh. My, my bottom ones are pretty much straight. My top ones are pretty yeah. straight too, but this one is kind of sunk back. Maybe that's what so it is. Maybe we should just wear our retainers. Uh, this Mine episode, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by uh, the retainers that your orthodontist gave you when you got your braces taken off. Wear them. Uh, clean it. Use that like dental, like the denture cleaner stuff. You know, and just make sure it's like super clean, and then put that thing in your mouth. Otherwise, you're gonna look like us. <laughs> um, oh, anyway, yeah, we're doing American Psycho. We had a I, I had a friend from work. Her name's Amaya. I'm not, I doubt she listens to this, but if she listens to this, hey, let, thanks, Amaya. Hi, Amaya. She's awesome. She we were talking about um, movies the other day, and she mentioned American Psycho, and I was like, I've actually never seen it. And she was like, Oh my god, you guys should do it on the podcast. And I was like, All right, drop and everything. That's how that, and that's how that went. We had an open week, and we thought. You know, cool. We really, we almost did Mario. We almost did Paint, but Paint got atrocious reviews. Mm-hmm. And Mario, we were just like, eh. I think you said if it got, if, if it was like fresh or had good reviews that we would do it, but it's not fresh. It got like a 50. I just, and it's not that we only want to do good films on the podcast, but I feel like in our quota of, Big studio movies that pop culture didn't, didn't really meet expectations. We've we've uh, had plenty already. Yeah, yeah, already this year too. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. anyways, we are doing uh, American Psycho. Uh, at the top, Hunter, do you want to give the spiel? Like subscribe sh- and stuff. Yeah, you yeah. Do it better than I do. Uh, please like and subscribe. I have to apologize. I did not post. A single thing this past week. So I did not even post about what did we even do last time. What did we do air? Is that what we did recent yeah, last week? Yeah, yeah, we did air. We didn't, didn't post about it. The I, second, yeah, yeah. So I, uh, well, I'll tell you why in a second. But yes, please like and subscribe. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube and Twitter. Uh, subscribe, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, every listen, we're everywhere. Uh, it really helps us out. And leave a review, you know, email in, say hello. Um, it means a lot. So yeah, I didn't post anything because I've had an absolutely shit week. Just being frank, I and it was gonna supposed to be a good week. I went to Boston. I was really excited to go to Boston. Boston. Um, started out fine. You know, like Monday was a good day, but on Tuesday, I when I went to Boston, I started getting sick. So I felt just kind of bleh, and then mm-hmm. flying kind of makes me feel bleh anyway. You know what I mean? Sure. The the sudden change in elevation can do all kinds of stuff to your sinuses. Yeah, so I wasn't feeling great on Tuesday, and then Wednesday I just felt like I was die, like just dead, dead. I had died, and 
you know, and I was working, so I, and if I felt like that bad on like Saturday or Sunday, I probably wouldn't have gone, but I was so late that, and my whole team was traveling. So like I had to, one of us had to go somewhere. Right. So I was living in a mask, which I am pro mask when you're sick. Totally. I'm not saying that I didn't, I was mad about wearing it, but after, you know, what? Nothing. I'm just giving I was, I was looking at you. Well, I'm saying like, I, I recognize that after you know, two or three full days, it, it's it's hot and it gets tough. Did you um, sleep in it? No, I didn't sleep in the mask. Um, <laughs> Don't, I mean, the way that you were talking about it, it's like it was always like, you, <laughs> imagine having a, like a, a mask on and just trying to wash your face in the shower and just like, just I was waterboarded. In the sense of like, it was on most of the trip. Yeah, right? yeah I got you. Yeah. Um, and so I was just exhausted and I was trying to work and I was on a shoot and all this kind of stuff. Um, and then like Thursday, I felt even worse. I think I did, but I think my worst day was Thursday and I had to travel mm-hmm. home and like, I like I'm on the flight home. I sneezed really like really bad in my mask. So I was like, well, I just got to stay on now because I can't like take it off. I don't have tissues. So like the last hour of the flight, I was just sitting in my snot. It was awful. It was awful. Yeah. And I, but dude, like I just had like body aches. I had, couldn't, like my throat was just shredded. I had a bad cough. I still have a bad cough. It's still kind of, you know, snotty. Um, But the worst thing, dude, is like my skin felt like it was, it was just burning. You know what I mean? Like your skin's really tender. You might've had the flu, Hunter. (laughs) Maybe. Because I could not, dude, I could not for the life of me. I could not get warm. I had like my I had my my hotel room on like seventy seven, and I was in sweatpants and a sweatshirt, and I could not get warm. <coughs> these are these are flu symptoms. Do you ever have a thought like? No. Do you ever like a single thought in your brain? No, uh, no, 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 no. Do you? But honestly, do you ever think like I am not feeling good at all? Rather than submitting all my coworkers to this. I'm going to stay home. Well, here's the thing. Yes. Here's the thing. It was just me and one other person on this trip. Okay. And you said all your coworkers got on the plane. So I I assume it was like everybody. All my coworkers were traveling. Mm. (coughs) And it was so last minute that I would have had to have gone somewhere. Corey and Ian were in uh, Fort Lauderdale. They got stranded, by the way, because it was like flooding. But they left on Monday. And then. Are they still there? Because it's still no, pretty. They had to like, drive. Wet. They they had to drive to Tampa to get a flight. Oh God. Um, okay. And then Luke and Amaya had to fly to Houston on Thursday. So if I didn't go to Boston on Tuesday, I would have had to have gone to Houston on Thursday. Um, <clears throat> and I had a show on Friday, got canceled because I couldn't sing. Um, so I would have had to have gone somewhere. And on Tuesday, dude, Tuesday morning, like. M- Monday afternoon, I was like, I feel fine. Felt fine. Tuesday. So if you were if you were like legitimately like down and out, would they say tough? We're putting your ass on an airplane. Um, we would have had to have seen if we can contract somebody, which might have been like this guy named Mark. Mm. Um, yeah. But it would have been tough. Uh, and genuinely, like Wednesday, the actual day of the shoot, when I woke up on Wednesday, I felt so like so much worse. Like it was like yeah. I have a, you know it's just one of those things where like I was and. For the record, um, I wasn't really around a ton of people. Like, it was one person would come in for an interview, and I'd sit there, and I didn't touch anybody. 
and I kept my hands. You know, I was like, hey, I'm not feeling great. I'm going to stay back here. Mm-hmm. The worst part was like flying back. I was obviously on a plane, but I was trying to keep my, you know, keep to myself. Um, and I had told Savannah, I was like, if I felt like if I felt like I did on Wednesday on Monday, I would have said I'm not going anywhere. But for the record, I got back tested, tested negative for COVID and everything. Like that. I didn't test for the flu, but you know whatever. But yeah, Hannah was sick too. Test, it was rough, dude. It sucked, absolutely sucked. Good news is that we got I got back on Thursday. Felt pretty bad on Thursday and kind of bad on Friday. But uh Hannah's parents were out of town this weekend and so Saturday was a great day. We started feeling better. Key house to ourselves. So I'm better now. I feel like feel like ninety percent. I just have a stuffy nose. Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm yeah. Uh I'm good. I think I have a little bit of a sinus infection. Nothing too worrisome. I just have congestion and like a, a, a headache. Uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> I mean, my week was pretty normal. Um, I did go to a Braves game on Wednesday, so that was fun. I also, do had I, when did we record last week? I, I might have gone to two Braves games since we last recorded, because didn't you we did, record? You went on, yeah, you went on Sunday, because we recorded on Saturday. Yep. It's almost yep, like yep. you're a fan. I am, I'm on pace to go to every series this season and i'm going to the astros game uh on friday so yes, you are i'm maintaining that pace <clears throat> but uh yeah it's been it's been it's busy time at work this yeah. like uh the middle of march until like my birthday pretty much is is like busy time um athena who has been asleep is coming to say hello Hello. You can't Athena. see her. There she is. You can see her nose. Let me see if I can. There, I, there she is. Come here. Come hither. I can see her. I expanded. I expanded your screen. Ah, you can yes. do that. Yes. I can do that. Um, but yeah, I'm good. We should probably because it's we're running 15 minutes. Um, uh, we should probably I mean, talk about we can American in. Psycho. Let's do it. Uh, Unless you want to start another podcast. I'm thinking we start a baseball podcast. I, I already would. have a name. What's it called? Uh, Bases Loaded Talk. Oh, okay. Okay, See? I like it. Is See? it going to be part of the BIIG network? Yeah, but is it good, uh, colon, semicolon, whatever, Bases Loaded? Bases Loaded Talk. Bases Loaded Talk. Don't you like that? I like that. I like that. But are, but But are the bases... But is it an error? Is there is is is, is a new <laughs> podcast? That's an inside. Well, joke. so talk could be it could be walk or it could be balk, right? So it could be like a bases loaded pitcher's balk because he uses mask. Oh, I get it. See, I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, but yeah, let's let's uh, dive in. It's your episode, so I'll f- I'll follow your lead. So Hunter, <clears throat> as a man <coughs> who had not previously. Seeing this film with your eyes, what what are your first thoughts? I really, really uh, enjoyed this film, and I hated everybody in it. <laughs> everybody? Uh, actually, no. There's one person that I had a lot of empathy for. Um, it's not Patrick Bateman. Um, Was it the doped up side chick? Yeah. Sorry. Courtney, <laughs> Courtney, Courtney. Courtney. Yeah, it was a Courtney. Courtney yeah. broke my heart, man. That's a sad story. Yeah. Um, no, I um, I think as a film, this movie was fascinating. I thought it did a really, really good job. I thought it was, 
um, which I'll I'll talk about this later. But like the author of the book has said, this movie is un- like unadaptable, mm-hmm. um, and isn't crazy about the movie. And I think that it did a really good job because they were saying that it doesn't give an insight to his consciousness. And I think it did a pretty good job right. of it. Actually, I liked it. I thought it was well done. Um, I think it goes off the rails, but I think in a way that is fascinating. Um, I think its themes are clear. I think it's, well, to me, they're clear. I don't view this, I know this movie has gotten some some criticism because it's been said that it glorifies violence, um, especially against women, um, and that it sort of promotes this toxic masculinity. And I think... It's ironic because there are people who get that from this movie and like it for that reason and say, oh, I want to be like that person. But that's who this film is like. I don't want to say making fun of because it's a bit more serious than that, but it's a satire on those kinds of people. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely there's the, the, the irony is not lost on me for that. It might be lost on them. But I think he's just – the absolute worst they're all just awful like i hate everybody in this movie besides cordy mm-hmm. um and i think you're meant to uh, but i think it did a really good job of of uh of letting the, but not like it didn't feel heavy-handed to me you know what i mean it didn't feel like it was forcing it down my throat um and i think that the the performances were, were really good i mean christian bale he's definitely become a meme because of this movie but I think it's a good performance. Uh, it's subdued and subtle, but also totally unhinged. And when he becomes unhinged at the end, like I think it does a, it's a good job of making you feel unsure. Right. Kind of being like, what's happening? I liked it. <clears throat> I liked it I as a film. And I, um, at least for me, I know there's varied, uh, you know, responses to this movie, but for me, I hated Everybody, I, I hated what I was watching, but I loved it as a movie. That makes sense. Okay. The, I'm going to, when we get past the spoiler wall, which we're approaching, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to ask you why you hated certain characters. Because there's a couple others that I don't feel like deserve hate. Maybe hate's a strong word, but um, I didn't hate Willem Dafoe. <laughs> okay. That was one I was going to ask you about. Yeah. I was also going to ask you about um, his... Like secretary at work, like what'd she do? Oh Wh- no! What did she do? Okay, to you? so she's okay. So there's a handful of people that I don't hate. <laughs> okay, you are right, but you, your turn. Um, I I've seen this film a handful of times. Uh, the first time I saw it, it was like super thought provoking, I guess, because maybe I wasn't thinking about excess. And consumerism and, and and all this stuff and the way that ways in which we, um, you know, like you said, the, the this this film like characterizes a certain kind of person that treats people a certain kind of way, uh, and it is unfortunate that there there's a community that seems to completely miss the 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 the, the point of the film. And sorry, I had to stiff arm my dog. She's getting on my nerves. <laughs> Completely missed the point of the film. Mm-hmm. And um, 
glorify that because that is the opposite of what the film is trying to do. And uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I need a minute. The second I look over at her, she sits down and looks pitiful. <sighs> just, just calm down. Just lay down. Good girl. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm and, ready. And take two. <laughs> Am I starting over completely? No, should no, I, you should do the whole on. thing. Uh, it's 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 sad to me when. Something that is clearly a satire on, like a type of behavior or, um, just like a way of thinking, is taken literally and used yeah. in a negative way, and it does make me wonder if, in some way, satire does more harm than good. So that's mm -hmm. something that I'd like to to talk about a little bit yeah. because. Yeah. Well, it's obvious to you and me, like, uh, there are people out there who watch this film, and I'm not saying that there's people that are going to watch this film and, like, go buy a chainsaw and, like... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, just people... Well, it's people a, well, latch onto this stuff. We can, so. Yeah, we can we can talk about this at, at post-spoilers, because I, I do have comments about that and questions again, but I want to get your thoughts, but continue. Yeah, but the, the film itself, I think, is... is, is um it's well it's well made uh it has like uh the right amount of like shock value i think <laughs> where you're like what just happened what did he just say you yeah. know and uh i think christian bale's performance is is phenomenal um this was he was a fairly unknown actor he had been yeah. in a spielberg film um he had been but in, a, in a in a big movie as a kid too that was this. Uh, that oh, was okay. the Spielberg film. Is it? Uh, what was the name of it? Empire of the Sun. Yes. Um, but I think he did a great job. I think everyone in the film did a good job. Like you said, there's a, a lot of characters that you hate, and I mean you're supposed to because of the you know the nature of the film, but. Yeah, I I get preoccupied now when I watch it because of the reputation that the film has. So, yeah. you know that kind of that kind of colors my perception of the film today. Yeah, and I and I want to talk about this app. You know, kind of post spoilers, but I I did a little bit of a, like a, a a mini rabbit hole dive after watching this into the culture that this that has sort of been created by this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, and man, it's just the worst. It just yeah. is like, yep. wow, I don't understand. And I can give a little brief thing before we do movie minute, but like, you'll see, like I've seen like super religious, um, and it's not always going to be like some super religious right, right wing person that is on this. I'm not saying that by any means, but like this instance, this instance was like a super religious, staunch conservative Instagram page that was posting scriptures and Bible verses and their and their profile picture is Patrick Bateman and I was like, bro, you don't get it. Like you don't no. get it, man. Or there's so many like 
Instagram post, dude, I, one of the, my biggest pet peeves, it makes me so mad, is like, you'll see an Instagram post and it's like some profile called like Millionaires for Life or like Hustle for Money, something like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, and it's like a picture of Patrick Bateman like in a suit and I'm like, I don't know. You you don't want to be like this guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, why right. did you, you haven't seen this? You obviously, but anyway. Or, or like, um, have you seen those? It'll just be like an edit. It's like uh, uh, little little shots from a movie or a TV show, and it's like hot boy edit. And it, usually it's like a K-pop star or like I don't know, like uh, a character that everyone loves who is universally loved. They have yeah. those for Patrick Bateman. It's like what. What on earth? And like, there's things in the movie that that yes have become memes, and I've used the memes, and they're funny. But mm-hmm. it's like, you have to know your source and know like what's actually being said. And right. yeah, like using the meme where he's like, you know, he has like the like that face. That's right. funny, whatever. But like, <clears throat> I don't know, or like, or his famous morning routine. We can talk about that. But like, dude, this, he's just the absolute worst. He is the worst. Yeah. And I and I wonder. All right, do movie minute, and then we can ask this. Go ahead. Okay. Because I don't want to keep – because we're just going to go on a tangent, and it'll be, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, ahead is is spoiler <laughs> our spoilers. <laughs> Let me try that again. <laughs> spoilers ahead. So buckle up because it's you, me, Hunter, uh, Crash Dummy, and a brick wall of spoilers that we're about to drive into at 75 miles per hour. 75. Mm-hmm. Yep, in a Prius. got a nice little quiff going on here. Look at that. Uh, I'm sure it looks great. Your video feed is, like, super grainy just because of, you know, sometimes the quality goes down and then it'll come back up. Uh, I'm sure it looks wonderful. It does. Are you ready for a movie in a I'm minute? I'm ready. It's your turn, so I'm just going to watch. Oh, yeah, I got to pull up a timer. Give me a second. Zach's going to do a movie in a minute. He's going to talk about American Psycho. He's got 60 seconds. He has to use them all. If he uses less or more, he's fired. You hear that? Did you hear that? I meant it. <sighs> okay, well, you'd think that you would have the timer then, but <laughs> you you give me the control. So it's I the honor system. I trust you. I could just lie. I could just lie to you. You could. I'd find out, but it's fine. All right. So here we go. This is American Psycho. Movie in a minute. In three, two, one, go. All right. So it's 1980s. We're in New York City. We're following Patrick Bateman. He is this Harvard Business School graduate who is also a serial killer. Uh, he's very caught up in his appearance, his status, the restaurants he goes to. He wants to go to Dorcia. He can't get a reservation. They laugh in his face. Paul Allen has a nicer car than him, and Paul Allen calls him by the wrong name. He thinks he's this jack-off named Marcus or something. So he invites Paul Allen over to his place after getting him drunk, kills him with an axe, then goes and finds um, like a prostitute on the street and also calls a call girl and invites them to his apartment. Uh, has a really weird interaction with them, uh, and they leave. They leave alive, but then later one of them dies, and another girl dies, and then another girl dies, and a bunch of people die. This woman tries to save a cat, and she gets shot for trying to save the kitten. Uh, everyone dies. The cops are following him, and he thinks he's gonna get caught, and he doesn't. 
Incredible. So, that's that's the movie. That was one minute on the dot. You get to keep your job. Cool. Cool. All right, so I took notes, which we haven't done in a while. Okay. Um, I loved the intro. We can kind of work through these. I loved the intro because I was like, oh, I'm getting like super – because obviously there's a lot of like homage, if you will, to like Psycho. I mean, his name is Bateman, you know? Right, yeah. Um, this is Psycho, vi- but in America. American Psycho. Yeah, come on. Um, and so, I, like, and it gave Larry me, the Cable Guy. <laughs> could you imagine? Um, this gave me, like, retro Psycho vibes, the intro, but it's food. Oh, it's food. Wow. Yep. The, the, you see it's blood dropping. Oh, it's, no, it's not. It's, like, cranberry sauce. Yeah. Um but I uh my first like my first real note and forgive my language, I don't like to try I try not to drop too many F bombs on this podcast. I dropped um, one in the intro, so it's no yeah, it's what fine. it is. You can do it as long as you want, I don't care. Um My first note is oh my god, fuck these guys. <laughs> so like we in this first scene, man, like in this first scene we see everything that this film's already kind of showing us, and that's just like this culture of sameness, right? Yeah, the culture like, of they're of, all of the same, man. Conformity, but also excess, because the bill. They're like, oh, speaking of not that bad, it was only five hundred and seventy dollars. Uh, yeah, and it's like they all have they, the same card, and <laughs> they all have the same. They all look the same. Mm-hmm. Even like waiters, they talk the same. I've got this. My special is uh, so and so, so and so with a uh, cheese sauce, and then it cuts to the other guy, and he sounds the exact same. I mean, everything is just the same. And you actually, in my opinion, which I'm, I'm sure it's it maybe intentional. I mean, and you probably caught it because you've seen it more than once. You get this this theme of like, no one really has any real identity. That's right. Yeah. Like, like, like who who actually are these people? Who who are you? Because in this first scene, we get the oh, what's Paul Allen doing over there? And then he goes, he's not over there. He's over here. And it shows a guy. It's just and the back then, of his head. Well, no, no. It, it, I think it actually shows a guy. And then you oh, okay. meet Paul Allen later and realize that that guy at the beginning wasn't even Paul Allen. Yeah. So, like, they're just yep. they're just saying names. Like, it, it doesn't even matter. It's well, and later, later um, when, when Patrick Bateman gets mistaken for... Habershand or whatever his name was. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? He's like, yeah. it's an easy mistake to make because we work Marcus, on the same account. Yeah. We have the same suit. We get the same haircut and we wear the same glasses. So they essentially are the same person except one's yeah. a serial killer and, and the other one probably... I mean, maybe the other one is too and we just didn't get that side of the story, right? Yeah. I think it's just like it shows you up front this like culture yes of excess and the yuppies and all this stuff but it's already showing like they there's they they aren't even real people yeah like they're all just creating this identity of like oh i'm gonna this is the culture that i'm in so i'm gonna be that you know well i mean uh shoot hunter this is a good time to talk about the opening monologue because yes 
he goes through his morning routine, all the things that he does to get the perfect abs and the perfect skin. Um, and then he says, I had, I, I actually had, had, had the note of like, it was a great, it's like as for the film, it's a great monologue. It's a really great, um, it really kind of, it, I think it does a good job of showing his temperament, right? His outlook. Yeah. I guess we like don't need to read it verbatim. Well, but he's no, essentially but yeah. saying, I don't, I do not exist. There's an idea yeah. of me. Like in essence, but you know, it might feel like you're shaking a hand, but it, I'm not here. Yeah, and nothing. that could be seen a couple of, or be taken a couple of different ways. It could be taken as the character in the film and in the book don't actually exist at all, and they are just like a manifestation of everything that the author or the director are um, doing satire on, right? Or it could be what you, I mean, what you're pointing out, and I think it might be a, a dual layer thing here, where none of them have any sort of identity whatsoever. They're all just sacks of meat and, and, and uh, bundles of sound, as we were yeah. saying. Yeah. And there's definitely like, there, I, I definitely think it's that in the sense of like, he's, he's not, like Patrick Bateman's not real. Which is right. ironic because at the end of the movie, he's pleading to his lawyer saying, I'm Patrick Bateman. When earlier he had even said, there is no Patrick Bateman. Um, but I also, in a more literal sense, could even be thinking of him as the American psycho, right? Saying like, because a psycho's whole thing, like the definition of an actual psychopath is someone who doesn't feel any empathy, doesn't care about other people at all, doesn't care what, like has no remorse, that kind of thing. So he can be also saying like, was that the yes. definition of American or psycho? Psycho <laughs> could be either. <laughs> um, but like that's that's the thing where he, so even there, if there if there is a Patrick Bateman, he's saying like there isn't really like I don't I'm not I'm just my humanity is a facade that I put on to like my, I think he even says like some point, like he says like my streak of normalcy is going to break or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I want to talk about the, his morning routine. Right. Okay. Because I actually was looking at this watching and I was thinking, I was like, okay, I, let me keep in mind, like what, what could be appealing about this person? If I'm watching this movie, what would make me want to go? I want to be like that guy. And there's not much. Would it be the structure and the... But I was like, okay, that morning routine maybe is like, hey, this is a person who has a good routine, structure, takes care of their bodies, takes care of themselves. You but heard here's it the here thing. first, folks. Hunter's 50% of the way there. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. When you watch it, and, and like, if you truly watch him, and especially... There's no emotion. If you, even, yes, if you actually watch him do this... But especially if you listen to what he's actually saying, no, sir. Because look at why he's doing this. And it's it's not even, look, being fit is a good thing. Being healthy is a good thing. But look at his cabinet, man. Like the film makes a point to show you all of the things that he's using and mm -hmm. the plasticness of everything, right? And he's not doing this because he wants to be healthy, He's doing this to create this facade, this image of this perfect 
like yuppie, right? Because he has yeah. to be better than everybody else. Um, I have a quick side note. <laughs> yeah, um, please. Every time, uh, because the 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 audience knows if if they've been listening with regularity that y'all are looking for a house. Yes. Um, and every time you explain to me like your aesthetic that you would like <laughs> in your house or apartment, this is what I picture is Patrick Bateman's apartment. <laughs> oh, I hated his apartment. Really? <laughs> okay. That's what I, I picture. Not, I did not like because you're apartment. like white, white with like a little accent black thing, or like you know black, black, white, white, black, white. And his apartment is just black and white with like. Did you notice his kitchen is like like an industrial kitchen? Like all the cabinets are metal. Yes, yeah, I don't like that. Well, I'm not Patrick Bateman, just so you know. I mean, but no, I'm saying like, do you think like it's just it's it's so sad that like how is this not obvious? If you listen to his words, oh my god, like he's I don't know. Like it's this obsessive I must be the best at everything and better than you in every way. Well, Hunter, are you saying how can people glorify this? Or yeah, I guess. But like, this is the one scene where I was like, I guess you could be like, hey, that's a good routine to have. Good for you. Take care of yourself. But it's like, is he? Is he actually? You know yeah. I mean? Um. Yeah. I don't know, because routine is good. Structure is good. Being fit is good. Health is good. Taking care of yourself is good. But it's like. What, why are you doing it? You know, like, what's your? Are you obsessed with it? Is it because, I don't know. Do you do you get what I'm saying? Like, does, I do get what you're saying. I'm trying to I'm trying to decide if I just want to like go off on a tangent about this whole, um, like, <sighs> this resurgence of like the alpha male, and I think it'll happen eventually. <laughs> you need to like take control of your life and do these things and have discipline and blah 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 blah, which a lot of men and younger people gravitate towards because I guess they're they 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 need something in their life. Mm. Um, and then it's it's so funny because it starts with that. It starts with like this this structure of like you know work out, eat healthy, ha- have a routine, you know blah blah blah, do everything that you need to do. And then the the byproducts of it almost always, and I'm not saying always because there are people who have who are healthy and have a good routine without these other aspects. But a lot of these uh, uh, big voices <laughs> in this area of thought, the byproduct is a lot of the things that happen in this movie: the 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 superiority complex and the the excess the need to have everything, to be the best, to have the most money, to have the car so that you can get the girl. It's like Scarface, man. It's like first you get the money, then you get the power, then you get the women. But then comes the violence also. And so it's just, it's really unfortunate. Um, But yeah, so when you're saying how can you watch this and not see how it's satire, um, I have the same question, but it happens quite often. So it's it's in, it's interesting. It's do you interesting think it's thing. people? Do you think it's people who are maybe haven't seen the film and are seeing? No, I th- 
Well, I mean, sometimes like the people who are just like have Patrick Bateman as their avatar. Yeah. Um, I would like to assume that they have not seen the film and they just think this is like an attractive businessman, right? Yeah. Um, but there are people who have seen the film, know how it ends, know. Maybe they don't know the point of it, um, because if they did, then are they evil? <laughs> but but well, that's they, the thing. Is like I think my th- I, th- I think my thing is like, how can you watch this movie even if you're totally on board with him for the first half, and then mm-hmm. he starts murdering people, and you're like, oh, actually, I could do everything he's doing and just not kill people, and I would be totally cool. And it's like, no, you'd still be a douche. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'd still be just the worst. Well, let's take, this, let's take this backwards to try and find the line. Uh, will you indulge me in a, in a thought experiment? Please. please so let's, let's, look at, let's look at John Wick, who, outside of all the murdering, <laughs> which he does quite, quite often, of. um, is... Generally, a kind-hearted person who values like relationships with those he's he's worked with in the past, and his family, uh, and animals, and who just generally seems to be, you know, outside of all the killing is what I'm saying here, right? Seems to be like uh, a, an okay person. Now we bring in the killing. Um, do you see yourself do, when you were watching the John Wick films at any point did you see him as like a hero? Uh I don't think so actually. Okay. Cuz it wasn't really like a I mean if if he's a hero it'd just be to himself, right? It's not like he's like on a revenge tour. He's not trying to save anybody. He's not his most noble thing that he's doing is getting revenge, which is that ever noble? You know what I'm saying? Does the hero's journey always require, like, I guess, so like, uh, uh, the Odyssey, you know, like mm-hmm. Homer's The Odyssey? Yeah. Did he do anything other than, like, travel a bunch and, like, learn a bunch about himself and then just come home? And just survive? Right, but yeah. like have all these stories to tell when he got home, and that was like that's one of the 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 tales that like when you learn about if if you take like a like a a film class or a literary class yeah. and you learn about like Joseph Campbell's the hero's journey, that's mm-hmm. one of the the stories that gets brought up, so does it need to be like saving someone or like <sighs> no. you, you see what i'm you see what I'm saying yeah, I mean, so would you say that that John Wick's a hero? I I could see I guess what I'm saying is I could see how he could be s- viewed as a hero because he has other traits that yes. are yeah, yeah. like like generally favorable He's to He's kind. Right 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 right. Now let me make my point. We shouldn't glorify John Wick. <laughs> the movies are awesome, right? Yeah. But we shouldn't glorify John Wick. But what I'm saying is if that is is something that's possible, then if young impressionable men look at all this like routine and success, that's the big thing. When people see someone who's successful, they're like, "How did they get there? Let me emulate that." 
Well, it's just and like, if it's, it's awful, just like, dude, it's like James Bond. James Bond is not a good person, right? Like yeah. James Bond is just an awful, awful dude. He's a misogynist and like objectifies women and treats people like absolute trash. Doesn't have any relationships. Doesn't care about people. Doesn't really care when they die. It's not if they die. It's it's when with a yeah. lot of these girls. The only person. The reason I liked No Time to Die, I've got people who like are furious that he's that 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 he died in that movie, and it's like no, that was his one redeeming quality where he sacrificed. He actually made a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It was saying because for his, which we find out it's like it's it's for his daughter. But I was like, you you have you can't always be this horrible person. But James Bond is also seen as this like cultural icon. This smooth talking, cool. Right. He's like the epitome of cool, you know. Like, he's got the money and the girl, and it's like he treats that girl like trash. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, but, but he's not seen as the as like a psychopath, like like Bateman is, because he he doesn't right. murder innocent people. But he's still not a good guy. But he That's is right. cool, and he is usually a, considered a hero, like a, a hero. You know what I mean? He's got the suit. He's got everything. He's got everything yeah. that, that Bateman has besides being a murderer. So, I'm not you sure about that. Do you think James Bond could get a reservation at Dorcia on a like yeah, same probably. day? Probably. Probably. Dude, I, you know, like, I don't know. We can keep going down our notes, but there's so many things that I just loved. Um, in the sense of like, hold on, in the sense of, of, of like how they, how they showed it, okay. how they sh- showed it across, there was some scene, what was it? I don't know like when it was or like what he says. Oh, he's going to dinner with, um, what's Reese, Reese's character's name? His fiance, uh, His that's her name. so-called fiance is what he says. <laughs> um, Evelyn. Evelyn. He says something along the lines of, and it's not this, because what I'm using is a phrase he says later, I believe. But he's going to dinner, and he says something like, all of a sudden, I want to throw up. Like, I'm I'm dying on the inside, because we might not get a good table. Like, it's yeah, that. Or, right. like, when, like, after he murders a man and goes to his apartment... He says something like like that again. It's like all oh, like I have something that I'm gonna yeah. throw when up. When he when he goes to when he goes to Paul Allen's apartment, it, 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 he says uh, he walks in. He's like I'm filled <laughs> with a sense of dread as I realize that his apartment overlooks the park and it's yes. obviously more expensive than mine. Yes, I actually wrote it down. He says I'm on the verge of tears because we might okay. not get a good yeah. table. Um. One, that's just that's really great writing in my opinion. Like it makes you wonder. Like, wait, is this guy actually? Where is he? Oh, he's actually just stone cold. Like, like you know. Um, but I think it's like I had a point I was gonna make with that. But I like those things. I think is brilliant showing him as like this. He's just got nothing. He, there's just nothing. Yeah. There's nothing, and it's all about the appearance. All about you know, looking like he's this successful guy. And he, he blatantly says it there on the way to dinner. And she's talking about how he works at his father's company, which is like a throwaway line, but it's very important. Yeah. Um, and she says, like, I don't know why you work there. And he said, he says, because I want to fit in. 
Like, yeah. He just says it straight plainly, up. you know? Um, I, sorry, I'm drawn to the scene yeah. where he go, he takes Courtney to dinner. Yeah. Uh, and says that he's taking her to Dorcia. They don't go to Dorcia, but she's like, so out of it on something and she's out of it. Um, and the way he tells her like what she's going to eat. Yes. But he's yes. like, he's like verbatim repeating like a New York times, like piece on the, yeah, on the, like on the dish. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that kind of stuff is, is fascinating to me. Cause it's like, he, I think the more, so I've seen this film, multiple times and the more I watch it the more something that happens earlier on in the film is like directly referenced later um like I'm trying to think of an example and it's really it's really gonna suck if I just like throw that out there and then don't have a single example (laughs) but it's like at one point he's watching something on the television and then like the next scene, someone asks him a question, and he just like spits out what he heard on the TV. Yeah, you know, stuff like that. Um, Dude, I that's, don't have a. I don't have a concrete example. That's that's such a sad, <laughs> realistic thing today. Sure. Is that people were, will hear a soundbite and go, "Well, now I can use this." This is this is my belief now. Yeah, like I can. I hate this person. Why? Because I heard this on the news. Okay, well, what about that thing? I don't know. I just heard this. And it's like, yeah, that, that isn't anything, man. Like, And that's why, like, just so everyone knows, whether you watch Fox, whether you watch CNN, whether you watch MSNBC, whether you watch CBS, <clears throat> they all have an angle. They're all trying to tell you something. Okay? You'll just align with, with whatever you agree with. But let it be known that they're trying to convince you of something. All like of them. that's all, like all of them, and I'm not saying that's good or bad. It just just know that. Mm-hmm. Just know that. You know what I'm saying? Like that makes me so mad. Oh god, it makes me so mad, man. Like turn off the news and read about it. Investigate it. Research it. Do your own research. Somebody, oh, you're gonna piss me off just because. Like it's just like. I'm going to piss you off? Well, no, not you. But I'm saying, like, I don't understand <laughs> how people can't see that. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. And some of them are more blatant than others, Fox. Sorry. But, like, when they're making fun of somebody instead of telling you the story, they're wanting you to feel a certain way about somebody. Right. Right. And that's happened on all of them. Word framing is important. Um, oh yeah! Like you can you can have a news story in front of you, and the way you frame it will color the perception of the viewers if they're not aware of that, right? Yeah, and so that's what Patrick Bateman is doing. He, dude, he early on in the scene, like they're at dinner, and he spouts off the most generic "feed the hunger, you know, save the world" speech. Yeah. Like the heard. basic, the basic yes. ass uh, uh, millionaire humanitarian talking points, right? Yes, yes, and it's it's to look, you know, philanthropic and like he cares, 
And it's just like, I don't know, man. Correct Everyone me if I'm wrong, him but just is the worst. Is he walking home from that dinner when he kills the homeless man? Um, I'm not sure. That's definitely after the credit, the uh, deb, not the business card scene. Um, okay. No, wait. Yes, maybe. Hold on, hold on a second. Um. I think you're right because I made a comment of the framing in when he's in the cab with Courtney. Yeah. Because she's like you can see her and he's like obscured by the by the glass. Right. Thought it was a really, really cool cool shot. Um another instance he's of not like there. he's not there, you know. Um so it it is it's after that that dinner. I think the next day is the business card see, scene. Which pushed him over the edge, right? And then he murders the homeless guy. Dude, that yeah. scene made me so mad. He's such a dick. He's such a dick. Um, the homeless guy scene, not the business card scene. The business card scene is amazing. That's a great <laughs> scene. Have you ever found yourself in a situation at work where you're just like seething with jealousy? You can't do anything and dude, about it. He just like he's drenched in sweat, and he's yeah. just like. And uh, Lewis is like, <coughs> uh, "Paul, are you okay? You're sweating." <laughs> he's just like, "Oh my god, like that, that off color of bone, and look at the raised <laughs> letters." Oh my god, <laughs> like he's. But it's, but it's the thing. The thing about it is that they all look the same. The, the, yeah, that's that's the joke, right? But the funny thing is, and I know at the, at the beginning of the film they all appear to be. Like the ex- the same exact person, but the other people at the table are just like nice card, yeah, cool. They're not really like as invested as Patrick Bateman is. It's oh like no, yeah, like everything he's to him, yeah. right? Yeah, he he's obsessed. That that like shattered his identity and, and and led him to go on a homicidal spree, which I guess he does. He's already a serial killer. Yeah, I think the first time I saw this movie, I I, I didn't piece together that he was already killing. Because early yeah. in the film, he's at the corner of a of a street, and this woman like looks over at him. He's like, "Hey, how's it going?" She like looks, and she's like, "Hey, how's it going?" And then it cuts to a shot where he's just got bloody sheets, right? Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, he or maybe not obviously, but he killed her. Yeah, probably. Um, he probably killed her. But but it's after the the card scene is when he starts to get like disheveled on screen and just like deteriorating fast, right? Yeah. Um, I know that we're moving really slowly through this movie because we're already like close to an hour. But let's go ahead and talk about Huey Lewis in the news. Okay. So he, um, invites, he invites Jared Leto out to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> and so he, he – I mean, you, you know he's going to kill J- Jared Leto because Jared Leto gets his name wrong. Jared Leto's card's better than his. Yep. Um, so he takes him to this like shitty restaurant and gets him drunk and then takes him home. And puts on Huey Lewis in the news. It's so interesting to me. I know you wanted to talk about this scene specifically, but there's three points in the film where he gives this like super, just like spot on, like analysis of the music, music that he's listening to. Right? He does it with uh, Huey Lewis, Phil Collins, and then Whitney Houston. Um. And then it's just juxtaposed with like this, v- just violence. 
The yeah. first time it's him like you know killing Paul Allen. The other two times it's just like from the the Whitney Houston one was the the most blatant to me where he's talking about how tender it is and like love and blah 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 and then it's just like <laughs> violent sex. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just so. What do you think? What do you think? To do it three times, what do you think that juxtaposition is trying to say? I don't know. Like that's that was one that like to me it didn't hit that deep. Maybe it should have, but it was more of just showing his like obsessive nature with just everything. But also, it's a very surface. Like he he could have just read that like out of a review of Rolling Stone, right, and just memorized it. Well, sure, yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's like. If it's like in like a way to seem impressive, but because he also has his his headphones that he listens to, it's yeah. like it's a way that to like allow himself to express his inner innermost self. I don't know, but there is none. True. True. See, I'd, what do you think? Because I I don't know. I mean, for me, it was more of a. It just seemed like a way to be like this dude's just. A psycho, I guess. I don't know. Like it, it sometimes I, I, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm not making any assertions on like the nature of these things, but I'm trying to figure out like what the director is trying to say by making. Yeah, because that, that's in the that book choice, too. right? I, I do know. Well, that, yeah, or the or the, obs- the his the, obsession with music is in the book too. But it, it's almost as if they're trying to draw like a parallel between just, like, having these, like, super generic music <laughs> opinions yeah. and, like, f- legitimate violence. It's like, are they trying to say that that's, like, violence to the art craft? <sighs> you see what I'm, like, pointing yeah. towards? I'm going to Google I it. Mean, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Are you Googling it? What does the music... I'm just curious. You can keep keep talking. Uh... Well, Patrick Bateman's character thinks that uh, Huey Lewis and the News really came into their f- uh, foray with uh, four, because he thinks that their 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 early work was a little too new wave for his taste. Here we go. Let me see some real fast. All right. Okay. Excuse me. The book. So. I don't know if you knew this. I didn't know this until I, I heard it like in a video. But in the book, there are multiple chapters devoted to his love for music. Okay. Like full on, like, but it's Phil Collins, Winnie Houston, and Huey Lewis in the news. Um, and the news. Um, here he goes. On one hand, everything Pat Bateman is not, it's not about, including clothes, food, art, blah, 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 reinforces how incredibly shallow his life is and the 80s yippie culture is. So that would make his love, his sense for, for music, um, for that certain kind of music, in kind of the same way. Uh, okay. It says, hold on a second, I'm reading this. It says, he may talk about how a certain combination of clothing, blah, 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 blah. He never goes into detail of why he feels the way about music. 
It says, actually, he's more intimate and nuanced about music and treats it better than any other relationship or people or whatever in the entire... Um, I don't know. Now, that's interesting. So that... that Okay, that that kind of tracks with the juxtaposition, right? Where yeah. he's like elevating this art form and saying like this is beautiful, right? Probably the yeah. only thing in the film that he says that about. Um, and then and then boom, back to his his like base instinct to to yeah. kill and be violent. Okay, okay. It says cool. it says that like the the most. Um, common name is just saying like he's obsessed with seeming cool and like seeming to fit in and popular so these are the biggest artists of the times and so he's just gonna know like what to say about them but there is something here this is in the book i've read the book it says uh his fixation is is confirming just that he is shallow superficial he has no real connection to the music of the artist it says this is confirmed when he attends a u2 concert claims to have never heard of the band but he goes there because Donald Trump likes them. Okay, interesting. Donald Trump and his family were mentioned like three yeah. or four times in the film. He's like, was that was that Donald Trump? Was that Ivana Trump? Who yeah, am I he kidding? Says, like, Ivana is, wouldn't be eating here. Yeah, he says like, is that Donald Trump's car or whatever? Um, yeah. I don't know. I think it's interesting. I think it's just like, it. it seems like there's maybe like when he's really, I don't know, like, I'm trying to say, like, it seems like those things, consuming that stuff, gets him, it, like, drives him almost over the edge when it comes into the music thing, where he's, like, getting himself ready to, like, kill somebody, you know? So he's he's literally setting the mood with, with Whitney Houston to, to commit yeah. murder. Yeah. I don't know. I, but I think it's okay. definitely just reinforcing, like, it's like, it's like he does, actually, we can kind of jump, because I, I know that we're running along, we can kind of jump around. He doesn't know how to interact with people. That's yeah, very evident. So, from the so it's gecko. it's like it's like people are in his home. So what do you talk about? I guess music. So he just picks something to just spout out about while he's getting ready to murder them. Because when he actually gets hold on, sorry, when he actually gets put in a in a situation where he has to interact with somebody, which is Willem Dafoe's character when he comes in, he does not know what to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he cannot hold a conversation. Well, he's he also really nervous because there's a detective in his office to talk about well, no, the I disappearance know that, of the but, guy but, that he murdered. But, but yeah, yeah, look, I got you. But, like, look at the persona that he's created. It just disappears. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even later, when he's, like, when he has dinner and stuff with him, like, it's just... I don't know. But anyway... Do you want to talk about Willem Dafoe's character? Because it seems like throughout the film that Willem Dafoe knows exactly what happened, or at least has a very strong hunch because of little hints he gives, like he pulls out the Huey Lewis and the news CD, or he like looks at him and he says, well, uh, he wouldn't have been killed by his friends. Isn't that right? Yeah. But then, and and he's investigating the disappearance of of Paul Allen. But then, at the end of the film, it is learned that Paul Allen did go on a trip to London, right? So, so like, <coughs> so the one of the big things with the book, and I think they tried to translate it to the movie, is that Patrick Bateman is 
like the most unreliable of narrators, right? Yeah. He, he, he could be lying to us just as easily as he's lying to other people yep. in his world, right? So anyways, there's the prompt, go. <laughs> well, I, I was going to say, to me, there's a couple ways to look at it, which I think is fascinating. One is, yes, of course, that Patrick Bateman is a, is a liar, and Paul Allen went to London, and it's alive and well, and maybe he didn't kill any of those people. Maybe he didn't do any of that because at the end, there's definitely like a sp- spree where I'm like, I don't know if all of this happened. What, when well, he, he shoots he a single bullet and blows up two blows cop up cars? Two cop cars, yeah. Or like yeah. the ATM tells him to feed him a stray cat, you know, like. Um, well, yeah, yeah, obviously that didn't. Well, no, I know, but like. Um, at least not not, not my he, bank. Bank of America doesn't do that. Where he's like, he walks into a building in the like revolving door around like twice and comes back in and shoots. He, he, he like walks in, leaves again, comes back in and then just goes in and shoots a guy and leaves. You know what I'm saying? Just this spree. He walks by a guy who's like, Hey, Mr. Smith working late. And then shoots him. You know, he's like going crazy, but there's so many comments here and there where like, to me, it hammers home this idea of nobody has an identity in this movie. They're all the same. And nobody cares enough to even know who you are. Mm-hmm. Not only does it not matter who you are, because who, who you are doesn't exist, you're consumed by this idea that you have to become. And, and culture like consumes you. It becomes who you are, just to fit in. But nobody around you even cares enough about you to even want to know who you are. Patrick Bateman yeah. Troy doesn't. He doesn't give a shit. But his friends, he's called the wrong name like fifty times, right? Right. But then, Will uh, Willem uh, Defoe's character—I don't know his actual his, his name. Uh, what's his name? Detective Donald I, Kimball. Kimball. That's what it is. I knew it was the same as the as Harrison Ford and Fugitive Kimball. Um, he says that his friends give him give him an alibi. He's like there with yeah. you partying at so and so. Well, so uh, the the first time I saw this film, I keep I keep trying to go back to the first time because once I've seen it, I'm like well, that whole thing might have just been like his yeah. imagination, right? But the first time I saw the film, I thought that Willem Dafoe was trying to like bait him into taking a fake alibi. Yeah, you see what I'm saying, like. Oh, they said that you were with them. Is, is that accurate? And then if he said, yeah, yeah, I was with them, but he knows good and damn well that they'd never said that, then he's got him in a, in a, in a fake alibi. So that's, that's what I thought he was trying to do. But maybe you're right. Maybe, I don't know. It gets murky. Well, I'm just saying, because like, <laughs> then his, his lawyer's like, oh, I, I saw Paul Allen in London like 10 days ago. But then he thinks Patrick Bate- Bateman is somebody else. He, he's calling him Davis. And so what I'm saying is, like, their peers don't even know who they even are. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, who some guy thinks is Paul Allen obviously is somebody else. Right. And what's crazier is that it seems like people don't correct them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, even when, so when, when Patrick says, no, I'm Patrick Bateman, the guy's like, it's not funny anymore, Davis. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I think, yes, it could all be like this false narrative, this made-up-in-his-head kind of thing. But I also think it could just be a commentary on the fact that, like, 
the the culture of that time and it still exists is this I don't care about you. I don't need to know who you are. Why should I care? So you could be Tim to me for all I care, not Zach. Right. And so when it comes down to it later, someone says, who are you with? Oh, I was with uh, Tim. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At least to me, that's kind of how it took. I know that we, we it's already been like an hour and 10 minutes, so I, we can kind of wrap up soon, but we've, we've missed a lot. Like, But we've had a good conversation a lot too, Hunter. L- so don't... Let me ask you about Gene. All right. Who's Gene? Gene is is the secretary. It's so sad. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. how can you idolize this person? She's doing it. Well, sure, but she doesn't see what we're seeing on screen. True, true. She sees the misogyny, misogyny right, in the just like assholeness. One of the first things he says is, "Don't wear that again." Like you know, like whatever. Right. It's just like, dude, who who are you? I don't know. It's just sad to me that that there are not just men but also women who see this kind of person and be like, "Yeah, that's what I need." Well, that's the status quo. I'm telling you, people will look at someone successful and say, "I I want that," and they overlook all the deficiencies, which Patrick Bateman has quite a few of them. I had something I wanted to ask you about. Did you mm-hmm. know that? The studio when they were like in 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 casting, so uh, Mary Heron is the director of this film. Did a wonderful job. Uh, she wanted Christian Bale to play mm-hmm. Patrick Bateman. The studio wanted either Edward Norton or Leonardo DiCaprio, and they actually got Leonardo DiCaprio for a hot minute. Uh, Mary Heron said, if Leo is going to be the actor, I'm out. And so she just, I think she was actually fired. <clears throat> and then, um, give me one second, where was I? Oliver Stone came in to direct. And uh, Oliver Stone and Leo had creative differences. It sounds like Leo wanted this to be like, Shutter Island before Shutter Island was made, like just like a heavily psychological film, yeah. um, which it is. Uh, but then eventually they brought back Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Christian, could you see Leonardo DiCaprio in this? And keep in mind, this is directly post Titanic, so like maybe, maybe actually, he's he's young, like he's very young. I think so. After seeing like Wolf of Wall Street, like he can play the smug Wall Street guy. Sure, but Wolf um, of Wall Street came out what like eighteen years after yeah. Titanic. So again, he's he's very young. He looks like a child, and his his like <laughs> a large portion of his audience at that point in his career was like young women who were fawning over him. So can you imagine yeah. if a bunch of Titanic fans, which like I'm a Titanic fan, but like you're you're. I'm just saying there's going to be a group of people who go in to see this film because Leo's in it, and then they leave, and they're like, oh, my God. What, <laughs> what was that? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I think it's definitely better as an unknown, which I think Christian Bell technically was kind of at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's fascinating. I did hear that somewhere that this movie almost didn't happen. 
Yeah. Well, um, I feel like a, like most movies almost don't almost happen. don't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so we can wrap up. But let me ask you: Did he do it? And also, what do you think the film is saying at the end with him not not getting away? I think that we need to listen to Patrick at the beginning when he says, "I'm just I'm just an idea. There is no Patrick Bateman. It's just an idea." I think that that he is just like a manifestation of everything that is wrong with the overindulgent, violent, yuppie culture of the eighties, which continues on today. Like this movie's set in the eighties, but like I mean, a lot of this stuff's gotten worse, yeah. <laughs> in my opinion. Um, and that's what it is, right? It's I don't think any anything in this film actually happened. I don't think any of the people are real. I think this is like a like a Seinfeld situation where it's just like so it's, it's a movie about nothing, but wow. it has a lot to say, you know. <laughs> but is it good? I think it's good. It's worse than it was the first time I saw it um really? when I was younger. But I'm telling you, man, it is like heavily skewed by just the way I mean, there's multiple movies that way for me now. Like, Joker's that way for me now, where it's like, I, I like Joker at face value, but the way <laughs> people, like, idolize Joaquin Phoenix's character is, like, it's gross to me, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's not... I, I don't know. But, yes, it's a good movie. It's it's a good movie. Yeah. I would agree. What, I would what, agree. What would you rate it out of... From, like... um from like splitting a toenail to like eating your favorite dessert, where, where where would you rate it? I'd rate it as you know when you get a really good McDonald's. Yeah, where it's like this isn't really this isn't like the best, right? But it's good. It's 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 really good for right now, but after it sits for a while, it might not be very good. Because you don't go to, or at least I don't, I don't go to McDonald's out of necessity. I go to McDonald's because I'm craving that McDonald's meat. <laughs> I haven't had it since I got super, super sick a few weeks ago. <laughs> but yes, but the thing is, is that you're always chasing that first high in the sense of like, yeah. If if it's not the good McDonald's, it's just the worst. Right, right, right. But yeah, but it's good. I would say it's good. A bad double cheeseburger is just a sad thing. <laughs> but a good one. Mm. Where the cheese is like just started melting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not over melted. It's like yeah. the perfect, sorry, the perfect double cheeseburger. <laughs> one piece is like half melted, but then the top piece is like not even. It's like. But, it, but it's also not cold. No, it's not cold. It's warm, but like fully formed still. There's still right? there's there's still sharp edges on the cheese. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. That's funny. All right, but there you go. It's good. All that to say, it's a good film. <laughs> yeah, American Psycho is good. I know that we skipped a ton, but it's a lot to talk about. Um, but we didn't even talk about the the one character that you empathize with, but it's too late now. See, she's just she got. Chewed up and spat out by the culture, man. Yeah. She, she killed herself. I can tell you, she killed herself. That's like what, what I got from it. 
that she was going to kill herself. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, she was somebody who was just being taken advantage of and just, it was sad. But anyway, every movie sucks. Let's do it. You're saying that's why she said, if I don't see you before Easter, have a good one? You think she's yeah. going to like, Easter brunch, just be like, everybody, pow. Well, you know? no, but like then like how she called back to him and she was like, never mind, nothing. Yeah. Like, I was like, she's wanting to say like, I'm, I can't do, I'm, I'm, I'm falling apart. You know what I'm saying? Like, I right. can't do this. Yeah. Um, here we go. Let's see here. We're doing uh, every movie every sucks. Movie sucks. So says half star. I don't get it. <laughs> Wait. La dun 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 dun. Here in my cars, I feel safe as can be. Da 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 da. Here we go. Last time I watched this, my week was ruined. Piece of shit movie for white boys who love Andrew Tate. I didn't want to name him, but the whole conversation I was having, that's, yeah. Um, <clears throat> even if it's post-ironic or whatever, it sucks. Andrew <laughs> Tate is, is not a role model, just so everyone knows. Post-ironic is funny. Um, yeah, I uh, I went down like a mini like alpha male because I was like, I was like, what do they even really say? I've seen some things. I'm like, that's a joke, right? But no, they're not. It's um, not a joke. And it's it, dude, it's it, very real. It's awful. It's really bad. Um, here we go. Let's see here. Uh, I was just saying, like horrible, horrible film. Here's a. Uh, he just like me as MF watch watches this shit and be asking where the bitches are at, like. Bro, he has yet to look within himself first. What? Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're reading that with the wrong inflection. I, I I think I was. But it's also called troll pasta, so maybe. Here's one. Here we go. Um, I'll try and censor this because this, this, this sounds like it's going to be really mean. Uh, but maybe it's true. This is the most overrated piece of dog shit ever made. Patrick is single-handedly the most shallow, one-dimensional soy boy cuck of all time. The only people who, who relate to Patrick Bateman are incels. I honestly fell asleep and don't even care that I missed most of the film. The only thing... That <laughs> all right, I'm just going to read it. I apologize in, in, in advance. The only thing I hate more than this cum state of a film <laughs> are the people people who think they're Patrick Bateman. Try watching a good film like Central Intelligence to learn how real cinema is done. Never heard of that one. Maybe if you try touching some grass, you get as many bitches as your idol. Maybe don't call them bitches either. Are you looking up Central Intelligence movie? <laughs> Central Intelligence is the Kevin Hart Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> cop film. Is that the one where have you seen the the it's so just like one cinema. one scene where they're like the perfect cops. It might be a different movie, but uh they they're like chasing somebody and the the villain has like a zip line and they're like 20 stories up on this on this like 
you know, skyscraper. And they're like, you think what I'm thinking? And they're like, yep. And then they jump. And it's just mm-hmm. like like a 30-second long <laughs> shot of them falling. And then they just like hit the concrete and, and, and <laughs> no, either get like severely hurt or die. That's um, the good guys. Is it? Bad guys, something like that. It's Will Ferrell and Mark okay. Wahlberg. Uh, his name is John Dick on this thing, and his number one favorite film on Letterboxd is Central Intelligence. The other guys. Yeah. The other guys. His top... So I'm going to read the the stars of his top three movies. Top top four movies, okay? It is The Rock and Kevin Hart, uh, Rob Schneider, yeah, what's wrong with Rob Schneider? Mike Myers and John Cena. <laughs> what's wrong with Rob Schneider? His top four films are Central Intelligence, The Animal, The Love Guru, and The Marine. Anyway, moving on. We can be done with this because we're almost at like an hour and a half. Let's do read, read me one more, Zach. <clears throat> this review says there's nothing wrong with Rob Schneider. <laughs> No, uh, give me one second. Let me. Da, 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 da. I, I, here's here's one. Angela says, "IDK. I guess I just don't like movies about serial killers and capitalism." <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Here's one more. One more because this is actually, I think, their friends trying to help him out. It says, "Hate to sound different and quirky and shit, but I don't like this movie. I don't get it. It's just two hours worth of some lunatic chopping people up for no reason. There's meaning behind it. Shut up." I had to f- have my friend go into paragraphs trying to explain to me that it's about greed or something. If you're going to make a movie with a hidden meaning, it shouldn't be putting a, it shouldn't be putting on fucking binoculars to see the hidden meaning. I don't know. I just don't like it. Fair enough. All right. There you go. Every movie sucks. Time for news? Shindigs? Every movie sucks. Every, Every movie, movie sucks. sucks. <laughs> I knew where you go with that. You just dancing? <laughs> yep. Uh, so now it's time for Shindigs. Shindigs. How about you give me a okay. song? Are you ready for the, yeah. the Shindig song? Yep. It's time for the Shindigs. Time for the Shindigs. <laughs> there you go. I was gonna I was gonna do a, an actual song, but you you lost it. I lost it. Yeah. Okay, here we go. I got news. News, news, news. Ready for news? It's time for the news. There's not a story <laughs> this week that Hunter's not going to talk about. I'm sure there is. If he's if trying. We're, if we're newsing. <laughs> it's we're time talk for about news. The news. <laughs> All right. Here we go. News. I don't have a ton, but I have some. Uh, have you seen X or Pearl? Horrors, the like slasher films. I want to watch Pearl because I saw a shot of the closing credits, and just that one shot is fascinating to me. And now I want to watch both of those movies. Okay, well they're making a third one called Maxine, but the the X there's three X's in it. Maxine with Elizabeth Debicki, Moses Sumney, Michelle Monaghan. Bobby Cannaval, Lily Collins, Halsey, uh, Juan Carlo Esposito, which would be awesome. He's great. And Kevin Bacon, as well as, I think, Mia Goth. Is her, Goth, is that her name? Mia Goth? 
Yeah. So they're making a third one. Pedro Pascal and Ethan Hawke are set to star in a new queer western called Strange Way of Life. Um, Netflix has ordered a Stranger Things animated series from the Duffer Brothers. Uh, Carmen Ahigo, uh, Francois Chow, David H. Holmes have all joined the cast of The Penguin. And we get our first look at The Penguin in the new Max. Now it's called Max. They had an event. WB had an event for HBO. It's not Max yet, but it's going to be Max soon. HBO Max is going to be called Max. It's going to be merged with Discovery+. Plus. Um, Emma Roberts has joined the cast, returning to American Horror Story Season 12, along with, wait for it, Kim Kardashian. She's joining... AHS, just like Lady Gaga did, so we'll see. We get our first trailer and poster for the John Wick prequel trilogy, uh, prequel limited series. Mm-hmm. The Continental looks awesome. Uh, House of the Dragon season two has begun filming. James Gunn has confirmed that. Let me look up this. I didn't look up the rest of the uh, cast. Hold on. Cast. James Gunn has confirmed the cast for uh, the first DCU project, Creature Commandos. And that is, uh, let's see, where is it? Where is it? Trying to pull it up. We have Sean Gunn as uh, Weasel. Also, he's playing somebody else, I believe. Two characters. Uh, Frank Grillo is playing Rick Flag Singer. Maria Bakalova is playing Princess Ilana Rostovic. Uh, Idira Varma is playing The Bride. Zoe Chow is uh, playing Nina Mazursky. Adam Tudyk Tudic is playing Dr. Phosphorus. David Harbour is playing Eric Frankenstein. O'Shawn Gunn is also playing G.I. Robot. And then Steve Agee is reprising his role as John Economos. So there's that. Uh, Harry Potter, HBO Max. What are you smiling about? I just love it when you're railing off names. <laughs> Why? Struggling with the pronunciation. They're tough. Those tough names, man. Uh, the Harry Potter Max series has been confirmed with a logo, and, which is the same logo, and uh, poster. And it's said to be a decade long. So we're getting that. Hopefully it's good. I'm not happy about it, but whatever. Uh, we get a new image and TV spot of Michael Keaton as Batman. You see, there's a new TV spot as Bat as for for the Flash, and it shows like an up close picture, like shot of like all the characters, like mm-hmm. Barry Allen, Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton, and Ben Affleck's is like some seriously unfinished CG, and it looks so bad. Yep, it's really yep. funny. Uh, <clears throat> let's see here, uh, Morena Bakarin and Stefan Kapichik. Pichik are set to reprise their roles as Vanessa and Colossus in Deadpool 3. Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon is going to debut out of competition at the Con Cons Cans Can Cans Film Festival. Canes? Canes. It is Canes, isn't it? Cans. Hunter. I'm sorry. It's a it's a well known one. As soon as as soon as you said it, I knew. I was like, oh yeah, that's Canes. The the Cans. I think I spelled it wrong. Campbell, <laughs> Campbell Chicken Noodle Soup. Campbell Soup. Campbell Soup Film Festival. Uh, <laughs> the writer, Writers Guild is threatening a strike. It's supposed to start like in May, so that's going to be interesting to watch. And hmm. then Denzel Washington and Todd Black are producing a film for Netflix called The Piano Lessing, which is going to star Sam Jackson. John called David the what? 
the piano lesson. What did I say? You said that. It, it was just quick and jumbled, and I thought you said <laughs> the penis lesson. <laughs> the piano lesson. Uh, this is Samuel L. Jackson, John David Washington, Ray Fisher, Daniel Deadweiler, Michael Potts, and Corey Hawkins. And two more real quick things. One is that Super Mario Brothers has already passed half a billion dollars, which I think is hilarious. And then the biggest news of all time, the Nintendo has dropped the second and final, not second, but the final trailer for Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Are mm -hmm. we hype? We're hype. I'm hype. Uh, and, and did it. you see the? Did you see like the gameplay? Um, the gameplay, like I don't think so. showcase, where it shows the new powers. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look cool. I'm, you can I'm fuse hyped. weapons together. I am hype. Uh, did you see how successful Renfield has been at the box office this weekend? No, I have not. So the the budget for the film, and this isn't including marketing and this film was marketed out the wazoo uh the budget for the film was 65 million this weekend uh renfield made 7.7 .7 million <laughs> well yeah i don't want to see it <laughs> <laughs> we were we, we we were seeing something i guess it, was it john wick four it was john wick four yeah and the trailer came on and you were like that looks like it would be funny and i was like hunter do you want to see this <laughs> No. No. Zach, you got some Braves news for us? Yeah, I got some Braves news. Do you want to sing the Braves song for me? It's the Braves. It's the Braves. Go, Braves. We are good at baseball in Atlanta. And we love the Braves. All right, all right, all right. So the Braves Is this are... Is Matthew McConaughey? No, but Zach Olson, <laughs> he didn't copyright, or he didn't I'm like. Just, I'm just kidding. Patent. I'm just, I'm just playing a joke on you. Come on. He's not Robert Pattinson. So he if he would, when he speaks, it's a patent. Not every time. Or is he the son of a patent? He's the son of a. Patent. <laughs> Right, go One on, day, his, his his mother was coming home from the bars and was just, like, looking for anything. Found a <laughs> patent. A patent that was <laughs> had been dropped. <laughs> Finish the story. Finish took the story. it home and... <laughs> Finish the story. You Less started... Than a year later. Finish I'm finishing the story. <laughs> How did it happen? Tell us. Well, do you know the story about the birds and the bees? And how that doesn't really make sense. How would they... Anyways. Yeah, that's actually very interesting. Anyways. Is, is that like fertilization? Is that supposed, that's supposed to mean? <laughs> what? Poll like pollinating flowers? Is that what that's supposed to be? <laughs> the, the bees are pollinating the birds? Like... <laughs> All right, Braves. Oh, my goodness. Got off the rails. It's been the an hour and a half. The Braves are 14 and 2. Uh, the... No, the Braves are twelve and four. Yes, you said fourteen and two. No, that's the Rays. Sorry. Yeah, the Rays are the Rays are, are fourteen <laughs> and two. The Braves are twelve and four. Uh, we've swept two opponents in a row. We're eight and one on the road, Hunter. Yeah, eight and one badass. on the road. That's that's awesome. Got a big series I, going up. 
Mm-hmm. Big series against the Padres, who took three or four against us just last week. So this will be interesting to see how we answer the call. Max Fried is pitching tomorrow. That was not a joke. That's that's real. Max Fried is on the mound tomorrow. Um, Michael Harris, who's been having back issues, uh, is not expected to come off the IL yet. So we'll see how he's doing, but apparently he's not even cleared to like be running or anything. So hey, hope his back that. issue isn't 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 that bad. Um, we should be getting Travis Darno back soon. He was on concussion protocol, so that's just a seven day IL. But he also has a history of concussions. He he got like he got one last year. I think he got one the season before that. And so it's a, it's a it's an ongoing issue, and each concussion gets a little worse. Um. It was an unfortunate play when he got absolutely trounced. Yeah. Anyways, the the Braves are at a certain point the past few days, forty percent of our opening day roster was on the IL, and we are the best team in the National League. So when this team is fully healthy, I am fully expecting us to go like one thirty two and thirty. I think that's a realistic expectation. Yep. Sounds good. Uh, Ronald Acuna is on pace for um, 40 and 40, like easily on pace. Uh, Matt Olson is just hitting bombs. You see, him, you see him still third today? Huh? Acuna? See him still yeah, yeah. third today? Yeah, yeah, Easy. Easy peasy. He, and, you know, he, he got thrown out. Was it yesterday he got thrown out? Or was it the day no, before? He, he, well, I don't know. He, he got picked off today. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. He got picked <laughs> off. Yeah. And that's going to happen. But <laughs> he's doing good stuff. Yeah. Anyways, the Braves are, are, are killing it. I have no complaints at all. Um, and it, it's coming at a great time because, you know, as much as I hate to admit it, the, the Mets are playing pretty well, which they also have been playing some uh, bottom feeder teams. So th- are they playing the Dodgers tomorrow? Like, is their next uh, series against the Dodgers? Let me check. I think so. I think that is fact. I can tell you who's not playing good, the Phillies. The Phillies are the Phillies lost thirteen to nothing against the Reds yesterday. Yeah. They're That's already yikes. Like, they're only like six and a half back. That's Mets. yikes mode. Yeah, the Mets are playing the Dodgers, so Go Dodgers. You don't say that, Hunter. We Let's don't go say f- that. Go Freddie, go Hayward, man. Former Braves. Okay, okay. We can say tear that. Him up, tear him up. Tear him up. Um so it's good. It's good that we've been able to maintain our lead because the the Mets have been, you know, the Mets were down in the ninth today, came back, tied it up, and then won the game in extras. So, you know, I'm, all I'm saying is when when the other team is on like a hot streak and they can't make up any ground, that's going to be demoralizing. You know, think about how how much that would suck to be like we just won five in a row and we haven't gained a single game. Yep. Sucks to suck. <laughs> Go Braves. Go Braves. That's very, very brave of you, Zach. It's the bravest thing I've done all week. I'm going to get whiskey. Go get whiskey. Um, yeah, so it's time for whiskey shots. If you're new to the podcast, we take a shot of whiskey every every single time we record in honor of the founder uh, of this podcast. Her name was Whiskey. She was a cat. I got this cat when she was four weeks old, and Zach was there with me and convinced me to get two cats. Jack and whiskey. Jack's still still around, alive and well. Who was the primary cat? Who was the cat that you went there to get? Whiskey. 
And she, okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. And then they came out together, and I'm, you're like, well, shit, you have to get both. And I was like, okay. You can't split up best friends. No. Um, and so whiskey passed last year. And so every day we, we do this podcast, we take a shot of whiskey. And just a reminder to just tell everybody that you love, that you love them, and be kind to people. So this is to whiskey. To whiskey. I want to find like a local whiskey maker and be like, hey, sponsor us. Give us free whiskey. I have relatives in Tennessee that make moonshine. Like the, it, like, they would not be a sponsor. It would just yeah, be like, hey. Say, <laughs> here's some free moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Zach, where, where can they find us? Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. At but is it good podcast? No, it's no. You <laughs> you are right. That's incorrect. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at b i i g podcast. You can email us at b i i g podcast at gmail dot com. You can uh, check out all the fun things that we're doing on Instagram at but is it good podcast. Uh, that's the same handle for our Instagram and uh, our TikTok. How much whiskey did Shit, you just man. drink? <laughs> you get you got to do the social media stuff. You know I'm not yeah. good at this. So, uh, but is a good podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Although I'm very behind on all of those now, so bear with me. Um, and then you can follow me if you want to follow me individually at Hunter Callahan Music. Uh, uh, that's everywhere, including Spotify. Check it out. Uh, you can follow Zach at Zach to the number. The THA future dot three one. Send him a bunch of memes. He's never on Instagram, but so it just bum just blow up blow up his his DMs. Um and yeah, please like and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Next week we're doing Bo is afraid. He's very scared. Bo is very, very scared. I have high expectations for this film. Yeah. Especially after that review went viral on Twitter that was like, uh, this is a career ender, zero yes. out of ten. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is the yeah. worst thing ever. Yep. People are really excited because it, it th- that review says something along the lines of like this is what happens when you give a director full creative freedom, freedom, yeah. and people are like that's what we want. Yeah, <laughs> so. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited. Uh, and next week we're going to be hanging out. To, well, maybe not. I'm, I might not see you because you are f- busy on Saturday. But next weekend is Chase's birthday, and so y'all you got to come out after the after the thing that you're going to on Friday. You got to come try out to, to the battery. We're going to try to. We should have fun, though. All right, cool. We will see you guys next week. See ya. Deuces. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.